Hey, hey, hey. This is Reese Reese and Angie. This is uh, Reese and Angie on the red couch once again. On the red couch. On the red couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, greeting you um, with the precious name of Jesus. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's been a long week. And, uh, Very long week. Uh, we are just coming on to uh, to talk. All right, so we're here on the red couch just um, sharing some options. We're coming up on Father's Day weekend. And um, you know you heard no yays. Yay! Uh, there's a weak one. There's a weak <laughs> one. We're not that important. I'm telling you. You guys. I'm telling you. So so we're here yeah, coming up on that weekend. Um, hopefully you're going to be celebrating someone. Yes. That's made a difference somehow in your life. You know, I was listening to a show and uh, and um, they were talking about the memories of their fathers. Mm-hmm. And um, different ones have very, uh, um, I don't know, I ain't going to say odd, but, you know, each memory is, is their own mm-hmm. about their father. And uh, I know they was all mostly seasoned men mm-hmm. and talking about the memories of their father. One gentleman said his father, they were playing in the backyard and his father tackled him and broke his arm and dislocated his shoulder. That sounds so unhealthy. Yeah, it was was odd. But the odd thing was that he he was grateful because he says that had that not not have happened, his his dad would not get to know him like he wanted his dad to know him that makes sense mm-hmm. in other words he said his dad would kneel down you know when he come home from work and make sure he was okay and all these things and because his arms in a cask and um and he just said he cherished he cherished the times that his dad talked to him and catered to him because his arm was broken and his shoulder was dislocated go figure go figure you know but those 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 are his memories of the cherishable well, times of his dad another well, gentleman said that um he didn't have such a good dad. His dad was um, alcoholic and he beat him a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, wow. wind up committing suicide. But even then, in rough times and dark moments, the thing that I found uh, peculiar was that they, the gentleman that said his dad was, um, was alcoholic and beat him and, you know, real bad dad. He says, oh, but I remember on uh, one time... Uh, he sent home a Ford truck with a camper for for Christmas or something. And I just wow. cherished that red truck and I cherished the truck and I loved it because my dad got it for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. You know, all that his dad had done, yeah. he still cherished. He still cherished that, what his father gave him. Yeah. That was, that was odd. Odd to me, but, you know, it just made me think and, you know, think about you know fatherhood and dads and just like you know how sometimes you can try so much to be all that you can be to be the superman and what have you and sometimes you may wonder if it's if it's enough and then you got fathers who just do what they do and they send home one gift and they remember it forever well it's an interesting dark thought <laughs> but it's it's it, it's it was a thought <laughs> so, 
Um, but anyway, yeah. we're talking about we coming up on fatherhood, just some things, you know, been a week with um been a busy week. Kids traveling, yeah, you know, work, um preparing to trying to honor my my dad and um just stay focused, you know. The more you go on in, in life as manhood or fatherhood you learn that you got to stay focused a lot on things that only you can do that you are responsible for that you are solely 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 responsible for Mm -hmm. that no one else can be responsible for that only you can do that no one else is being held accountable to do and I think um, on man and fatherhood I think going on in life we find that sometimes maybe too late or sometimes later than you should be and say too late that we find that we, we we grab this uncanny focus that we wish we had have had early on so young man um, if you struggling with focus get it I have a son that has an uncanny focus I call him in, uh, inhuman focus um, oh, yeah He's fo- so so. Some people can be so focused on what yeah. they have to do; it can be, it can appear to be very selfish, and they focus just selfishly inhumane. Yeah, and they're focused so focused on things they have to do, and I think that's a, that can that can be a good asset. I think you know, going on older, I get that focus um, may appear to be selfish or. Not in, not in, uh, engaged as much, but um, there's a different focus going on. So anyhow, enough about me. So we talking about we coming up on fatherhood, just explaining yeah. the weekend. But I think what you just said kind of goes into like a question that, well, it kind of answers a question that I kind of had. Okay. And I think that that was, um, uh, how do you think? How do you think that men should prepare for fatherhood? There are a lot of men that are out here and they're married and one day they're going to have families and they're going to, and they, you know, sometimes they don't have an understanding of what to expect. So, you know, we always read that book, what to expect when you're expecting, but that book a lot of times is geared for the woman. So what do you think, um, since you've been a father for almost, well, yeah, for 30 years with your six sons and your five daughters, so what do you what can you say to young men who are thinking about a family they're thinking about having children you know the times are different now than they were 30 years ago 20 years ago so what do you think men should and how do you think men should prepare for for fatherhood what's what's something that you think that they can do to prepare for fatherhood what do you think i think um i think you know what most people would say would be prepare financially yeah. Which would be great. But I think I think the more pre- preparation is mentally. I think um I think mentally. I think the mental yeah. capacity to prepare for because there's gonna be an emotional roller coaster ride. Way past the screaming eagle, way past um any roller coaster in the world. I think there's a mentality, a mental mm-hmm. focus that needs to take place. Yeah. And I think once that mental focus take preparation goes and forth, you know, you prepare financially, naturally, you prepare for the, you know, for the love, you prepare for the 
other things, but especially if you're going to have um, a mixture of sons and daughters, I think that um, most important, I think the mental preparation is um, is, is is best. It's better than financial. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, because every, everything works with the mind, you know. That's true. And yeah. you, have to, you have to get that mind prepared to do um, whatever it has, whatever, whatever it needs to do. Once your mind prepared to do whatever it has to do, the body follows. That's know? true, because a lot of times men, you know, and I'm not speaking about all men, of course. I'm just saying that, you know, if you're, pre- I, w- I would think, and I'm not a man, but I would think again, like you said, it's just, just preparing emotionally and mentally, because I think once you understand that I'm going to become a father, then that means that I'm going to have to set my mind to make ends meet. You know, if we're talking about finances or I have to set in my mind that I'm going to have to make sure that I'm, I'm you know, that I'm, you know, that I'm warm and I can, you know, and I'm, re- I'm receptive and I'm, you know, open and I'm communicating, you know, I'm going to, you know, work on those things. So, you know, I would just, you know, in, outside looking in and kind of looking at us, you know, with our families, I've noticed, you know, you evolved through the years and you changed a lot from when we first had the children to now, you know, you've grown and matured in this, you know, in this fatherhood thing. And I think that's awesome, but it's so true what you said that, I would say that the, you know, the mind has to be set because, you know, like for instance, you know, and I know a lot of times people, you know, you often hear, uh, you know, people, you know, guys that have children and sometimes, you know, the lady's like, well, you know, he could, you know, he needs to go and even if he has to work at McDonald's, you know, to get the Pampers or to get whatever. And, you know, some men are like, well, you know, I'm not working at McDonald's or whatever. But do you think that if a guy is like that, do you think that his mind is not really properly prepared to do what it takes to, you know, to make sure the child has its needs, I like agree. financial needs? Yeah. You really don't have that much of a, you know, yeah. I'm saying you got to make it, you know, you got to make ends meet, you know, without, you know, doing things that are illegal, you know, well, I'm well, saying, well, well, the, the what menta- are your thoughts with that? Yeah, I agree. I think the mentality is not there because, you know. Uh, a child comes in place or, or you know your family comes in place every decision you know it should be immediate change every decision you make and once that once you hold that child the child is here yeah. that's your bloodline that's your that's your destiny yeah. right that that's your destiny you have a a responsibility to way past yourself. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have responsibility to God, to the universe, mm-hmm. to raise this child to be great, mm-hmm. as great as this child can be. Yeah. And so the the, the the transformation cycle begins, and it first begins with you, that you have to transform you to be prepared to do whatever it takes because your job is to make this child great greater than you right wow, that's powerful. and so um and so to be like that child doesn't care about if you work in a mcdonald's at <laughs> one years old or infant all that all that child knows is like i'm hungry and, and 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 you know you know you come home from working at McDonald's and 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 putting that baby in your arms and feeding that baby that formula that McDonald's paid pay for, 
that's pride. That's 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 love. Yeah. That child's looking up at you and in your eyes, holding your finger while you holding that bottle. You know, and there's a bond taking place that you provide. That, that child don't know what how you McDonald's. You know, they don't care. They just know that I was hungry and you feed me. Yeah. Th- there's pampers here. Every time I'm wet, you yeah. see, yeah. there's heat, there's a roof. Um, and as that child grows, you know, um, and, and things, they don't care. Now, uh, now what should happen is that once you hold that child with, and feeding, feeding that child a bottle of, of, of milk with McDonald's money, <laughs> that pride, that, 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 that drive, now if you can get the reach now, that drive an inner man should awaken. And so it should be like, whatever I got, I, I can't do McDonald's forever. So um, goals should be set. Okay, by the time you five, mm-hmm. I want I need to be here yeah. because I need to give you more than just this milk. Yeah. All right. And by, when I get when I when I get where I need to be, by the time you five, by the time you get 10 years old, I need to be at a different place in my life, financially, mentally. Yeah. All of the above, because I have to give you now your next level. Oh, my God. And don't let it be a son. So by the time he's 15, you got to be paired financially, mentally for the next stage. So as he grows, you got to be growing. You need to be growing in front of him. So you can so you can see what he has to be or she has to be. And if it's a daughter, you have to show her what she needs to be looking for. Right, where she needs to be looking for. What she needs to be looking for. She don't. Right. So, so if you're working at McDonald's, don't let that hold you back. Then I ain't working at McDonald's. Pride, take care of my baby. I want to do this and that. No, he don't care. (laughs) All he knows is that, (laughs) you know, I'm eating. I got some milk. That's true. You know. So you're saying the guy is the one that has the pride issue. Yes, the man is the one that has the pride. The baby doesn't care. All the baby wants to do is look up and 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 hold your finger, and see you. And while the doors are asleep, you you the last face they see. My daddy has has provided and got me some milk so I can go to sleep with my belly full. That's true. Right. That's, that's and awesome. so and so um and so but from that McDonald's, if if it's bothering you that bad, then that should awaken that beast. That should awaken a lion. You know. Okay, I got to get more because I want to give my baby the best. I want to give them more than yeah, than this. That. So you begin to set your pattern, your time scale, your goals. Amen. Your 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 beast should awaken. Your roar should something should be happening. Transformation should be getting as it is in a child, transforming daily, mm-hmm. growing, teething, um, all these things that hope that that from that transform a, a baby to a little child. Yeah. You know, from a little child to, you know, a, a, a preteen, from a t- preteen to a teen, you should be ahead, amen, preparing for greatness. So as you prepare your child for greatness, you are preparing yourself for greatness. That's why, that's why I said in the beginning, I think the first thing a man has to be ready for when his child is offensive, re-raising the family, is not the financial part. It's the mental parts that has to change because the financial will come. The financial will chase. He will chase the financial. He will chase the the glory because at that time he holds his child Mm -hmm. and destiny begins 
and you really are responsible to set that destiny for that child. And in the same token, it's, it's almost like a, a parallel thing because as you setting that destiny for your child, you're setting a destiny for yourself because at that time, your mind, your mentality should begin to change. Like, I'm going to do whatever I got to do, whatever it takes to provide and to make sure they're happy, they're protected, they're not hungry, they have what they need. Um, and I'm not going to miss no moments. I'm going to give them the love, support, yeah. everything that they're going to need to grow to for them to be um, a, 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 an asset to humanity. Yeah. So, so, the, so that was awesome what you said. And I was kind of thinking about when you when you first became a dad you know when you first became a a father and I can remember you know the fact of knowing that we were expecting our first child and I'm sure I was I well I knew I was nervous you were nervous but what spoke to me was that in spite of the fear of not of the unexpected you know I can remember you working as a waiter early on in our marriage and working regular schedule, regular hours on top of working for tips, you know? And I can remember that, you know, just to be really candid that, you know, we all start, you know, have to start somewhere. And I, I was really amazed night after night, how you, how you would come home. And again, we, you know, we lived and we survived a great deal um, with our first child off of work that you, you know, that you did odd jobs, you know, tips, and different things, you know, and it brings it to my mind as well of thinking, wow, you know, he's really trying to get his mind there to be a dad, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's true. It's true what you said. And you're not only saying it, but, you know, you lived it too. So I think that's awesome. And for young men who are out there, you know, you will feel the fear. I think oh, yeah. you will feel feel the fear. You know, of knowing that a child is on the way and knowing that one day, you know, the child, you know, you are going to have a child or children. And so what do you think is really, what do you think could be the problem or um, could be um, a solution as well? But what do you think could be a problem if the, um, if the man, if you find men that are not, that don't want to take care of their children, what do you, what do you think could be an underlying reason for that if there do you think that again he's just not mentally prepared once the children are here and he decides you know what I don't want to take care of a child or would you say too that he's just not ready mentally to be a father yeah we only got a couple minutes left yeah Yeah. I think um I think I think it'd be a couple of things I think for yeah he he he, most like he's not ready mentally because he hasn't been taught that the 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 importance of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So whether he was a child and didn't know, and 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 his his dad didn't or his, or her dad didn't really show that they were number one or they were that important in their lives. Mm-hmm. So for that matter, um, well, we talking about we talking about men. So yeah. for that matter, he wouldn't he wouldn't understand the cherishing part of it. He wouldn't have okay. the he wouldn't understand the importance of of destiny, and that's why I think that's why. Sometimes they go and they 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 don't even value life. Yeah. They don't value other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Let alone they're, they're something of something of their own. Yeah. They don't they don't value life. Wow. They don't so 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 if they don't value life of 
other people they it shows that they don't they don't value so they, they don't value the life of their own so they're not they're not able to take care of it because um they haven't been shown the value of it you wow. see that's, that's um, powerful um and i think sometimes it takes you know a lot i think um uh my grandparents and along my dad um they all showed value of life and family and you know cousins nephews and just you know all of the above so pretty much being around like they say being around a village right to get that support system right and to, we don't have that you, yeah. that's that's rare nowadays yeah you know that's rare nowadays and they that village is not it's not it's in unity no more used to be, nah know? nah so um so nowadays um men they don't young men they don't they don't value so it's easy to say oh that ain't my child or don't or walk away from even they notice that child they walk away or, um, or don't um, or don't show concern. They, they do it easily because they haven't been taught the value of life, and so that life of their own, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't know about destiny being set in that child's life because they don't feel they have no destiny for themselves. Wow. They don't feel like they have no, you know, whatever cards they're dealt now. That's their cards, and how it, how it, it roll falls. That's how it's gonna go. So if I wind up in jail, fine. If I wind up dead, fine. I'm ready to die for whatever at at 18, 19, 20. You know, I'm ready to die. I'm I'm dying tough or whatever. It's that, but they, wow. so they don't value that. They haven't. They don't see no destiny for themselves. So they, how can they speak destiny or set value upon upon someone else's? You know. Wow. So I think. Um, Again, it's that it's that mentality thing. So we can, just as it was, we can we can close in Bible days. Just as it was in Bible days, you notice in Abraham, um, his son, his grandsons, they all had the same faith as there as Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. You know, Abraham imparted to Isaac the faith of God, the faith of God, because he waited and waited years, and when he saw God held his promise. God did the unexpected, the unbelievable. Waited till it got impossible for this man, humanly impossible for this man to have a child. Give this man a child. So, so Abraham had no other choice but to teach teach Isaac the impossible, to trust in the impossible and possibilities of God, no matter how dark it, yeah. it is. And Isaac uh, transformed the same faith into Jacob, yeah. right? So, and so if 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 that man. If he's not taught destiny, if he's not taught to cherish life, that mentality hasn't been set in his mind. Yeah, he won't. He, he won't, he won't do. do he, he won't transfer it down. He won't transfer it down. He just powerful. he'll walk away just as easy. And um, and then what up? What then? What transfers then? The son that he walked away from does the same thing, and it just goes on on generational thing. That every son, um, every son has a child and um but he hasn't been taught to cherish it and destiny and he just walks away with ease you know yeah. then you have those cases where where that that, that 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 i would say god intervenes and that 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 man holds that young son in his arms and and it changes him and he says uh, whatever i gotta do i'm gonna read books because i I didn't learn mentality. I didn't learn destiny. Nobody yeah. told me this, but somehow yeah. this feeling I have, I don't know what it is, but I I, I don't want to let it go. Yeah. And so he they so read. I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better. I read right. They read books. They go to seminars. Yeah. They uh, get saved. Yeah. Find a pastor. Find <laughs> they do whatever they gotta do because <laughs> to they build don't, themselves. To build themselves yeah. because now. They understand that there is something greater, something greater. 
and I can I can do something different. I can change the wavelength of life. Yeah. And ain't that ain't that something That's we can actually powerful. change the wavelength of life just by doing differently. Doing differently. Um, but first, the mentality has to change. The mentality has to change. Um, to, to be able to send down to change their wavelength 24 so I'm so glad that we I'm so glad that we talked about that for our audience um, and for you know just to give us just to give a few knowledge and nuggets about you know Father's Day that's coming up on Sunday and I know we have some people who are listening who may already be a father or again who's anticipating the day when they will become a father and they're wondering are they ready or when will they be ready or if they will ever be ready and so I'm so glad that you were able to kind of break that down a little bit because sometimes, you know, I would imagine that some men think that um, that finances, they thought that finances would be in art within. These are our opinions, but I think they yeah. thought that finance would be the number one thing that is on the book for um, becoming a father, not knowing that you that the mind really has to has to do the work first in order to. Absolutely. set the pace for the finances and um and to be you know sh- and to start being able to share and being open and oh, you know yes. because a lot of times father uh, uh having fatherhood opens up that that window for men who you know they may have been men that you know again who who didn't who weren't really warm and, and loving men and then family comes along and you know you just turn to big sugar beer you know once your <laughs> kids come <laughs> and so that's yeah. a good thing it kind of breaks down those walls of kids and and children and babies especially right because right. big because as hunky as you are i can remember you loving nothing more than having your babies to suck on your on your, on your lip oh my goodness <laughs> You heard it here. You heard it first. Snuggling under him, rubbing their toes. That's because you, 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 you take too long to bring the milk. I had to let him suck on my lip to get you shut up. He said I took too long to bring the bottle and feed the baby, so he just let him suck on, the ba- on his bottom lip. That is so funny. You're such a softie. You're such a softie. So it's been, a, um, it's been an awesome night. And so again, if you wish wish some someone a happy Father's Day, absolutely. You know, again, I shared last week that my father's not here, and I often feel that that emptiness. But, you know, I have a lot of awesome father figures around me. You know, I have my father-in-law and um, and my godfather, and awesome men that are around me. And I will make sure to let them know, and of course you, and to let all the the fathers who are doing it to let them know that they're awesome. And for those moms who are acting as fathers, yes, who are yes. holding it down, they're doing double duty. They're the mom, and they're taking care of their children. They're working hard and hitting the grind, and so that's awesome as well for the moms out there who. And again, if you're just a father figure, if you. Um, are in a church or you are in a school and you are a father mentor to students, you know, again, happy Father's Day to you as well. If you walk in that, in that whole thing of mentoring and and helping to, to grow young men. So, you know, kudos and shout, you know, shout outs to, to everyone and just, you know, enjoy this, uh, this coming up weekend and, to you, my dear, happy Father's Day, early Father's Day. You're such an awesome dad. Mm-hmm. And um, so we just love you so much. And things just don't work quite well, people, without him. <laughs> and so, again, we are, um, we just uh, want you to tune in on 
on Friday. On Friday. Tune in on Friday. So you want to wish all all your fathers, all you all that's um, acting, acting as fathers, wish you all a happy Father's Day. Make sure you tell somebody. Yes, tell somebody. Don't wait till Sunday. Tell them now. Tell them today. Tell them tomorrow. Don't wait till Sunday. Even after Sunday, tell them. Let them know. Let them know that you appreciate them because oftentimes they can turn. Their heart can turn. Their heart can turn also. Their heart can turn. So let them know that you love them. All right? So tune in Fridays at 10 10 a.m. We hope you enjoy the show. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us at um, lfcchurch1 at gmail.com and um, give us your comments or what have you or feedback. Um, hopefully we've, it's been a blessing to you and uh, we we on several platforms now I can't name them all now because uh, they're not written down but um, I know we on Spotify we on Google's uh, podcast mm-hmm. um, we on Spotify podcast we're on uh, I forget the other four that we wish we should get on we, we're still we're still waiting to get on Apple's podcast so stay tuned stay tuned yeah so we'll post the URLs on Friday And uh, whichever one is convenient for you, we hope you download and listen. All right? We thank you. All right. Um, We love you all. Love you much. We actually take care. We'll talk to you next week. All right? All right. This is Reese and Angie on the Red Couch. Angie on the Red Couch. Be blessed. Be blessed. Bye-bye.